Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. I hope that everybody is well today. Wherever you are in the world, I hope there's a little bit of sunshine and a little bit of hope fluttering around in those beautiful moments called life. I often actually ask myself, what is this experience of us being here on earth and this experience of being human? And I've heard many theories about it, but I think ultimately we have to live the life that we feel deeply in our hearts is the life for us, regardless of what anybody else tells us. It is what we find peace within ourselves that ultimately will guide us to the true path. And as some wise sages have said, we are actually a soul having a human experience. Innately, we know we are so much more than this body. And sometimes when we lose our way, as we can all do that in times of stress such as these, It is because we need to be reminded that our whole journey on this planet is because there is a higher reason for our existence and that we just need to be guided towards that path that is right for us. And the right people, I believe, come at the right time to help us. We just have to open ourselves and be ready for that moment. And this is one of those moments, actually, because I have been sent a wonderful and very lovely lady on my path. And she's a very special guest, Miji Shaparo Traverso. Now, she's a coach, a speaker, a TV presenter and podcast host. It's, that's a very small description of actually what she does. And Miji is an entrepreneur who has built a firm that seeks to motivate, inspire, and elevate, and also to empower others. She has several programs which are founded upon proven scientific research and concepts from fields of studying the human brain, body, and behaviors. But there's so much more to Miji because she is really somebody that I'm very, very excited to have on the show today. And you will see why, because her energy is so, so beautiful. And today she's going to share a part of her journey with us. 
So without further ado, welcome Miji. Thank you, thank you, uh, Mimi. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the, the opportunity and I am extremely honored. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure and thank you so much, Miji, for coming on. As I said, I am very, very happy and I'm very, very excited to learn so much more because you are really such a wise lady and you have many, many beautiful talents to share with humanity and to help humanity. So tell us a little bit to begin with about your story, where it all began. Huh. Well, I think that, uh, uh, I think that like everybody else, um, I, I think at, uh, I always say this is my second half of life and I say this will be my best half of my life even though I really um, have learned to really embrace and enjoy the first part because it led me to where I am but I think that uh, my journey obviously like everybody else's began when I was a child and uh, with my um, my mom is one of 18 my dad was one of like 14 and um, I think that uh, being immersed in, in cultures where um, family is uh, everything really stemmed, uh, you know, to, it, it was really like the foundation for understanding, although perhaps, you know, um, growth, you know, uh, happens and you sometimes don't understand things, but uh, growing up and uh, coming from, from a strong family values. I believe that once uh, you go out into the world and you try to immerse yourself in, in, in its environment, and I'm talking about work, I'm talking about um, your social environment or your uh, the community environment, obviously those interactions uh, mm -hmm. that you have with the world. I think that, uh, that uh, you know, that's really the, journey that has uh, that has allowed me to 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 get to where I am um, obviously like many people I've experienced challenges and uh, uh, you know a product of a failed marriage uh, glad to say that um, uh, you know my kid's father and I are in in a really good place. He's, we are friends now and we've gotten to that point. Uh, but I think that we learn to, to really manage our circumstances and our environments and overcome what we thought were the challenges that we had. Because often, oftentimes those challenges uh, uh, live in your head and in your body and your heart and not necessarily are out there. I'm not sure if you're understanding, but I think that to me, the journey yes. was the realization that I'm in control. Yes. Sometimes what we perceive to be is not always the case. And I have many conversations with people about this, that what we think is possibly going on is actually not what's going on. And it's our perception of things also. Now, where are you now, Miji? What, what is it? Tell the listeners, what is it that you do? Because you do 
so many fascinating things. Where has the journey of everything that you've been through brought you to today? Well, I, you know, and thank you for asking. I believe that for me, uh, 20, my over 20 years ago, I began, uh, working with uh, and immersing myself in the volunteer capacity and a working capacity with uh, the military uh, um, and with their family programs. I, I worked with a nonprofit uh, as well um, that uh, were strengthening the, you know, uh, the welfare of, uh, of families and uh, women. And uh, I then proceeded to um, gain more studies on, you know, obviously I had a lot of, uh, been working in the fields of advocacy, prevention, education, and intervention for a while. I just felt that there, there needed to be more, at least for me. Uh, so I integrated um, human relations studies into my career. I got my, my master's in, in that field and continued to learn about um, uh, positive psychology, social psychology, uh, neuroscience, mindfulness, presence, just started learning about what it is that, that, uh, that impacts us in, in, you know, and I, I felt that education was a big component of what uh, my journey was. It's just, you know, but then the application of that education and then the owning of uh, basically owning uh, our choices, right? And making choices uh, that, that were sound in fo you know, with focus to ourselves. So for me, that, that was the journey that led me here. I spent a lot of time trying to learn things. I spent time failing at things, which, you know, in hindsight, they were not failures. They were actually a push to move forward because uh, every single time that I, something didn't work out for me, I realized that, thank God, it did not work because I was able to look at it differently or to just do it better or to move forward or to learn that, hey, that may not be the best approach. And uh, so I've de uh, I decided to to immerse myself in, in a self journey that led me it, you know, I was looking for a lot of healing for myself, um, for things that were there and things that maybe were not, but I thought they were there in my mind and in my body. And, uh, um, then decided to become an entrepreneur, um, 2011 decided that I was going to start my business and, and do something about it. And, uh, you know, I had, a uh, few false starts, you know, because I, what I thought or the way I thought I needed to do it was really based on how other people were doing things until I figured out that that didn't work for me. I needed to pretty much come up with my own way of doing things and, and design, um, motivational, empowering, energetic journeys. That's the name of my business meet LLC that would uh, motivate, inspire, elevate, and empower others because that's really what I needed in life. So I created programs that, you know, uh, uh, co-produced a TV show that's called Inspire, uh, producing another show, uh, Motiva Inspira, um, then uh, decided to, to uh, construct programs. I developed a uh, 
a project that's called mo mo uh, Motivational Empowering and uh, Energetics Journeys Components. You want to have a signature program set is uh, MSA, Movement Surrender Approach. That really is the focus on moving your body, releasing uh, your stress, uh, embracing your, you know, your introspection and, and your greatness in order to just uh, take steps to perform and produce at an optimal level. So uh, I am in the process of, you know, I've been doing that, but I'm in the process of really enhancing the technology, which, which I have delivered it in the past in order to uh, have a, a greater, a multi, um, multi, dimensional, if you would, uh, mm -hmm. impact on, on, on the communities, because my entire process is, you know, the, with the use of our senses and intuition. So that's why it's multi-sensory because we all learn, right? We all learn differently. Yeah. We all perceive things differently and we all express ourselves differently and we all have different DNAs and different uh, relationships and different geographies and different families and different desires, different wants. So I, when in a world of over 7.5 billion people, if we're all different and unique, right, then mm. why is it that most of us spend so many years trying to to follow a pattern that I believe does not exist. I think the only thing that exists are, are just um, possibilities and, and ways. Once you take those things and you adjust them to your own, uh, you know, sensory modalities and preferred learning methodologies, then you really can optimize your entire potential. You can live the life that you want. You can live the life that you deserve to. And um, it's all rooted in, in us, right? I, I have one particular say that I say it all the time. Mm -hmm. is we are born in greatness, with greatness, and for greatness. And it is our responsibility to just find that greatness and then share it with the world. And if you can go and share it and you know be of service with your greatness and monetize it at the same time, then life is enjoyable and you're you're actually living and i know that you're big on that <clears throat> excuse me because you talk about living your life right you talk yeah. about a lot mm -hmm. so i mean uh what would you say uh, uh you know in regards to living what is your take on that i'm curious well on living we were saying this earlier weren't we um what is actually to live as as I said to you before, before we started the podcast, I'll say to the listeners, we were having a conversation, Niji and I, and so many people exist. You know, there is an existence and we exist because for whatever reason we exist, you know, we've been put on this earth. But to actually live, to feel that life, to feel and taste life, is something completely different. And Miji, you know, I don't believe that we can actually reach that level of existence until we truly accept who we are as people with all our strengths, with all our weaknesses, until we can actually accept ourselves. How are we going to make a difference in the world? So I think 
to live, you know, to really, really know that we are body and soul and heart and mind in this wholeness and this greatness that you speak about, we have to really know who we are. And how do we do that? And the question that so many people ask, I'm sure they ask you, well, you know, how do I do that? How do I actually accept myself, not compare myself, not look to the outside, but actually look to the inside? And that's one of the furthest places to travel to, is ourselves. Because everything else out there is very close and very easy. But to actually turn that perspective, to turn yourself inwards and to say, what actually makes me happy? And I don't believe in this happiness as a destination. It's momentary. It's what gives me peace. What actually gives me that serenity to be myself? So that's just a glimpse, Miji, of what on this ever eternal subject of living, you know, I'm just a humble person that is trying really my best to be alive, but also in that is to awaken people through any form, whether that be music, whether that be words, to say, hey, you know what, you actually matter in this world. Yes, I agree. That's my take on it. I love it. I just think it's so important uh, that, um, that we learn to grow up with uh, the, the, if you would, like with the mission Mm. to uh, really love who we are with the mission to express ourselves free, freely with the mission to surrender to who we are and just utilize that surrender of who we are into an expression that gives to the world that makes a difference impacts others but that allows us to, to just do it in a way that uh, makes all of our senses come alive, that makes us just feel so energized and, and feel like this journey that we are going through in this world is just really delightful. It's really worth it and that it's what we came here to do. Um, and that begins with that introspect, with that internal focus, with mm. that ability to say, I was born great, you know, I was born in greatness with greatness and for greatness, right? Uh, you know, I love that. I absolutely you. love that. <laughs> you know, and I, I say that all the time because I just think that if we're, if we're brought up with that thought, you know, mm. from the moment you're, you're, you're born, you're told you're born in greatness with greatness and for greatness. Could you imagine that simple thought? Uh, in in our children's lives, in our our youth, in our adolescence, in, in our young adults, and you know, uh, you're just constantly saying to everybody, "You're born in greatness with greatness and for greatness." Right there, you know that your existence is really valid, and 
um, you know, some of the things that we do is within the impact tour, whether the MSA, whether the Motiva Inspira platform is just really take that concept and that as a movement so that we seek to, to utilize words like this narrative to, to just uh, not only um, hopefully spark some sort of intrinsic motivation on people, but also to, to gauge in a commitment, right? We have the movement and, and that's like taking an oath, whether public oath or silent oath to, to that, you know, where you pledge to be a change of social, you know, a, 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 an agent of social change, to be an inspiration to others, to be motivation to others, to inspire, to elevate, to empower. Yeah. And just think, if we each did that, right? If we mm -hmm. each did that, we say every day, how am I going to make a difference in somebody else's life, but in my life? One day at a time, one person mm. in every single day. I mean, there is a huge ripple effect that I believe could very well, you know, um, possibly just have a greater impact in, in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts. You know, that heart, mind, soul coherent that mm. we all look for but also in the life of others. And I think that is, uh, you know, the hope, hope is, is uh, hope is all we can, we, you know, you could bring, what is it? You can lead a water, uh, a horse to water. You can't make it drink. Mm. Right. But when yeah, people yeah. see that you, that you can be a source of inspiration, sometimes people, all that they need is just a little, somebody to cheer them on, someone to support them, someone to say, Hey, I see you. Someone to say, hey, you're, you know, go, right? Go, you're worth it. You're and, you know, to acknowledge, to acknowledge their presence and their actual being, that they're not faceless, they're not insignificant, you know, that actually they do matter as people and have, even if it's, you know, Miji, even, even if it's 20 seconds of a smile, 20 seconds of something real you know yes. that people can actually feel that because we are energetically connected you know you and i you i in the world we are all in this together we're not separate and the separation is what makes us suffer and this oh, like thought that. you know it's the thought that we are separate we are different. Indeed, we are different. Every wave is different, but the ocean is the same. We all belong to that same ocean. So to acknowledge and respect somebody is, I think, one of the greatest gifts. I agree. And I think that to acknowledge somebody, you treat others, right? the way mm. you treat yourself you usually treat if yes. you are and uh, i think that we are actually harder on ourselves but uh, someone someone who's in pain right mm. uh just that's what you show the way you show up um i'm not sure if you're familiar with uh um someone i absolutely uh, very um 
uh, I see him. I have never, I haven't met met him yet, but I'm on my way, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and he says you can't think greater than how you feel, right? It, you know, if you yes. feel bad, that's how mm. you think, and you know, and then he talks about people will accept, believe, and surrender to thoughts that are in things and conditions that are mm. equal to their emotional state. So yes. basically, you know, basically, you know, the idea that until you change your emotional state, okay, you won't be able to change anything else that is there because the way you handle life, it's really based on, on, on who you are and how you feel. And, and I absolutely, um, I, I absolutely agree that I came across him. I don't know, maybe three, four years ago. And I said, Oh my gosh, you know, this man just, just his work is just amazing. But, um, I said, Oh my God, I found someone, just someone who's just really, you know, putting things together, like these thoughts that, that, that I questioned that I had. And, um, I, it's just, you know, so when somebody comes along and they have a, a message that aligns with what you believe, obviously he is a world renowned and he has done so much work, but to me, um, I just think that, uh, you know, that's what you need. You need to, to, to first express yourself and then surround with people that uh, really echo, you know, that better version mm. of yourself, right? That, that mm. better version, that vision of you, uh, you know, it's the, people say surround yourself with, with people, the, the, with the world that you want to be in so that you achieve that. And, and I think that's what it is. It all boils down to how do you envision the world? How do you envision yourself and mm. what, what would you like to, to contribute, right? What things would you like to, to express onto the world and then just learn about them, immerse yourself with those and practice it until you master it. And then just, you know, just, just make it a journey, make, make it a path of evolution. Because I believe, I believe that until the day I die, which I hope it's, you know, I say I have another half of my life to live, but until the day I die, I will learn something every single day. I will just try to optimize who I am because today mm. I want to be better than I was yesterday. And tomorrow I want to be even better than I was today, but I can't even fathom the greatness that I will achieve by the end of my life because it's still inconceivable. It's so much bigger than what I can even fathom because the not knowing and that knowledge that I don't have yet doesn't allow me to know where I'm going. But I know that it's so, so, so much bigger than anything I can not now conceive. And that is for me, the thirst. I'm like, I want more and more and more so that it is worth being uh, here. And, you know, we all have a reason why we do it. I actually do mm -hmm. it for me and my children, but you know, it's just because otherwise I don't want to say I, I have regrets. I know that, um, there've been many surveys of, of, uh, you know, people, uh, just to elderly people, just asking them, uh, you know, do you have any regrets and regrets mm. you wish you, you know, and uh, it, the percentage, I don't recall what the 
percentages, but it's very, very high of people saying, I wish I had, I wish I'd taken that. Yes, I've heard I that. I've heard that. And I don't want to be, you know, in that position either. And it is very beautiful what you say, Miji, because what a freedom to actually want to learn it to learn something different to know that there are infinite possibilities of finding things out not only about the world but about ourselves and actually it gives us wings it gives us the freedom to feel that aliveness I agree. I mean, and you have such a beautiful and soothing voice. Your work is really extraordinary. I love um, the messages that you're putting out. So I do understand uh, where you're coming from when you talk about, you know, living this life in a holistic manner, like what is living. Uh, so, so I think that, that to me, that's obviously one of the reasons why we have connected yeah. that a need to just uh, ensure that everybody's um, experience, right, if you would, mm. in, in the world. I mean, it begins with, with a desire to express who they are. And without knowing, just like you said, without knowing who you are, I think that you cannot take that step into, into um, positive expression or, or a full expression of uh, you know of the essence of your livelihood you know i mean it, it's it's a bunch of words but i mean really is basically um how do you want to show up in the world you know yes what would you want to to what what would you want others to to know uh, the value uh, of your words is or the value of your work or the value of your inspiration whatever that is uh and I believe that as long as it comes from deep down within your being, that whatever you generate will be greatness, because that is the only way. I mean, we are all gifted with this such greatness coming into this world, um, and it looks different than everybody else's. But once you really understand that what you have from within that there's really nothing more to do other than take what you have and who you are and transmute it bring it into the world like keeping i call it um and you know integrity identity right that mm -hmm. uh, that identity of your you know that that and stay in the integrity of it that you don't allow that the environment you don't allow the environment to tarnish it you simply take that the integrity of your identity and just it's almost like just sharing it with the world but you're you know you're unveiling it and just bringing it onto the word world and sharing it rather than you know it comes from you and it spreads out rather than having yeah. the world come to you and shrinking you, mm. you know? so it's this idea of you spread out into the world not the world spreads into you because when the world spreads into you you shrink but when you yes. spread onto the world then you know it, it's just you allow yourself to just grow it's like you can sprout it's like that flower who 
that bud that that just wants to sprout onto the world and that's really if we saw each other you know ourselves as seeds that are to sprout mm. into buds and, and beautiful flowers and yeah or bushes or trees if we just knew that we were that you know that we that we were that we are just one more thing that lives in this world and it's meant to you know to turn out into something beautiful once um you come into you know in every stage of your life but once you're in in, in your adulthood then mm. you know that when those branches and those leaves and when they keep on going it will just you know bear the fruits right it's like mm. a, a peach tree an apple tree just it bears the fruits then the others can take from that fruit and eat and nourish themselves and i believe with all of my heart that that is the vision well you know a vision for me the vision but that is in the concept rather that we all you know could benefit from from adopting right knowing yeah. that hey you know we're a seed that's going to sprout into something beautiful and others can nourish from so what is it that i'm going to do this is so beautiful you know and this is what i love about you miji is this energy that transports you you know it, it's like when you listen to a story and i'm very much into storytelling and you know it's one of the loves of my life i have to say and when you're talking you're actually transporting me to that moment and that feeling and that's what i think is incredible about you and your work is this ability that it is actually coming from such a deep and heartfelt place that you can transport that person into that sense of being in that moment and that realization and that is incredibly rare and incredibly beautiful thank you you're too kind um thank you i really appreciate it i i'm just very very passionate uh, about uh, showing up into the world as something more than i spent years and years and years showing up as uh, because i know that it was very painful and i hadn't figured out a way um i i, I come from a very loving uh, family but you know but we were we didn't understand the concepts right uh, of mm. uh being yeah we you know in a culture where uh, children are to be seen not heard and i i know that i particularly have learned so much from my children and they continue to teach me every day and uh, you know uh, that that childlike got dreaming and that imagination and that free expression that they have is you know we should never lose that we just should never lose our ability to dream and and, and create in our minds and express in our bodies and just go on to the world fearless right just mm. just go on into the world and say okay i'm going to give this a try um it, you know i'm going to just i mean i love i love hearing um children in my my children telling me the things that they dream of and the things that they want to do because i i just think that um it's it's positive everything anything is possible if you can dream if you can dream it if you can think it 
then there's got to be, there's inevitably, there's got to be a way to do it, right? If you can perceive yeah. something, some way, somehow, there's got to be a way to make that come true. And I think that that's, that's the beginning of innovation, that knowing that uh, whatever you dream of, there's no labels, no, no right or wrong, right? They're just mm. up. Who would have thought that we'd have flowers, right? Who would have thought that we would be a talking the way we are today? Zoom, having, you know, you're yes. in London, I'm in the U.S., uh, you know, yeah. uh, New York Times. And here we are having a conversation and, and yeah. just communicating with each other. Who would have thought that? But here we are. And, and um, what an opportunity to grow and to believe and to dream and, and to create and, and to communicate and to impact right impact others because these people these children this youth that know that can see what we're doing today could possibly think of even better ways on on how to do what we're doing but yeah i always i was having a conversation not long ago with someone who was telling that something they baked and something they you know Mm -hmm. uh, they, they made and I'm like oh I'd love to have someone I can't wait till the day that I could just print it and eat it because she shared it with me and they were just cracking up and I'm like why not <laughs> right mm. why not you never know right you just simply never yeah. know I, it sounds bizarre but so did these things when we were little you know who thought a man would go to the moon who thought that you know we're getting, getting ready to go to Mars or whatever uh, who thought so why not take a look at the pyramids in Egypt and all the things we didn't know? Why not? And there's so much wisdom in, for example, in the pyramids and how they were built or any of the, if you look at any of the ancient buildings or statues or whatever they are in their time, if you look at the um, Mayans and all sorts of things that are there and the secrets that are to be discovered because I think these things already have their own how can I say they have their own existence already and we just have to tap into that it's not something new it's something that mankind has known for a long time it's just that our senses as you speak about maybe are not quite um open to it to understanding but there's so much wisdom even because i do um complementary therapies and things that are thousands you know you can say thousands or hundreds or however many moons old but it's an ancient wisdom that's there and it's always there ready for us to tap into yes and i i, I can agree more uh i know that uh, obviously the reason why uh you know, science has proven that uh, the quieting the mind, right, uh, mm. really allows you to just hone into parts of your brain that, uh, you know, you're, you're calm in the reactive brain, your primitive brain, the, you know, fight, flight, and faint death response, that survival brain, and being able to hone into your prefrontal cortex, you're just that, that, that brain that, you know, that allows you to think clearly, to regulate your vagal tone, to uh, you know, to to spark creativity, to just uh, have better understanding. Just it's just that that idea of 
limiting, excuse me, the focus on the external and just in, in enhancing the focus on the internal and, you know, within yourself, being able to utilize, because we only use a very small fraction, understand, of our brains, obviously. I was going to ask you that, are, actually. Yes, I was going to ask, I was actually going to ask you, that was my next question, is that, you know, we read about of what percentage is it actually that it's we... Very, you know, please don't quote me on that, but it's a very yeah. uh, small percentage, mm. uh, you know, of our brain. We, we are growing in the last uh, 20 years, I believe, uh, we're, we're understanding more and more of the brain. You have fields uh, like neuroscience, uh, you know, uh, epigenetics, uh, bio biogenetics, bioenergetics, quantum field. I, you have so many, so many fields uh, out there studying the brain, the body, mm. the human component. That you know that. Uh, uh, but one thing they can agree, and I, I really don't know the number is, and I don't want to say a number because I don't know it. Um, I know it's very small percentage. Mm. It's just the fact that we are capable of uh understanding and using much more if we focus on controlling the responses of our bodies what do i mean by that we have physiological responses we have psychological responses uh that that influence right um our bodies mm. and if we manage to understand and regulate that self-regulation of our emotions or, you know, that really impacts uh, the, the overall health and wellness that we have. For instance, uh, you know, uh, if you are calmed and relaxed, if you breathe, right, and you can become, you can help manage stress and anxiety. You can go from a place of maybe being anxious and stressed out um, more reactive to a place of being more proactive. You can uh, engage a little bit more clear thinking, uh, more creative, become more peaceful. Then you're able to understand and process information better. You're more open-minded, you're relaxed, but then, you know, why? You're getting oxygen to your brain. Your low, your vagal tone is, is getting lowered, right? You're, you're, yeah. you're becoming less tense and yeah, you're, you're able to just kind of, um, if you would, just tame the rumination, tame that, that that could be in your mind just simply by breathing and relaxing and just calming yourself because all of a sudden that reactive brain that's there to make mm. sure that you're safe, right? That's why you want to fight or you want to you run or you want to you freeze. That's just to protect you. But how often do you really need to be protected? Yes. From, from things, right? It's usually yeah. your thoughts. You know, one one thought alone can can uh, you know trigger the the hormones of of stress, like stress response, right? Absolutely. So what happens is that we continue we continue to go over and over, and then we embody whatever we're thinking, right? This is one of the reasons MSA was developed, just because it's it's if you embody you know these senses and these emotions based on thoughts that are not good for you 
then what is really going to happen to your body? You're going to go into a state, and believe me, I've been there. I've been in a state of paralysis. I've been in a straight state of depression. I've been in a state of a constant reactivity or fear or moodiness or sadness or whatever it is. I, you know, I've been there, whether it be over divorce, over, you know, death of a loved one or whatever it is. Okay, we need to understand that the way we choose to respond to things are largely based on the way we perceive things, on the thoughts that we put and our self-narratives. And, and, and that's why I, you know, I go back to mm. the greatness. You're born in greatness with greatness for greatness. If we knew that, if I'd known that since I was, I spent my entire life trying to be somebody else just so that I can meet standards or expectations or whatever. And all I did was just bury myself more and more and more until I was crippled, right? So mm -hmm. if I'd grown up with that thought, um, and again, I have a wonderful family. It has nothing to do with the family. It just has to do with the system and the, 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 the you know, that we had this, this, this world that we perceived, right? Mm -hmm. If we mm -hmm. change the world, thoughts and we teach the world that is already great right that it just mm. needs to unveil that greatness then we could go further because the world really is great it really 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 is we're not choosing to 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 make their greatness be unveiled to show that we're not choosing to do that very true but the world is just incredibly great. And that's, you know, that mindset of it's perfect. Let's unveil that perfection. Let's unveil that greatness. If we all did something towards that, then uh, we wouldn't have much more to, you know, to do because it exists within us. The, the greatness, the peace, the love, the, 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 you know, the vision of that idealistic world that we dream of, it already exists in us. It already is here. We just haven't decided to just, hey, what am I putting out today? How am I showing up? Well, I'm showing up in greatness. I'm showing up with greatness. I'm showing up for greatness. And that's really what um, what I believe that we, we can bet, you know, best, if you would, just... Uh, maybe embrace at this time that's just a personal thought obviously i'm not telling anybody how they should show up i agree with you i agree with you Miji, because even as you speak it's like an unveiling of seeing the world in a different way but how do we reach that is the question how do we individually allow that greatness because in a way, we are the ones preventing it for ourselves for some reason. Is it because we feel that we don't deserve it? Because I'm sure we know that we are great. What is it that is hindering us from having that realization, do you think? I actually, you know, I, I actually think for me, it was believing that I was not good enough. It's just taken that, uh, just taken that input that I perceived from 
the external world and owning it, like owning that baggage. I grew up um, in a family that was just wonderful, uh, it, right? But I didn't value myself. Um, and maybe it's not the idea that uh, you don't have beautiful family, that things, bad things don't happen, do happen. Maybe it's just the idea that when we are born, we're not told how amazing we are, right, already. And, and that, uh, that we don't need to do anything other than follow our dreams. We don't do, need to do anything other than strive to be better. We don't do anything, to, you know, to do anything other than just simply look within ourselves. I think that's all. And whether we're children or adults, I mean, I know that for me, that's what it was. Really saying, all right, I spent half my life looking for something outside of me to make me great, to make me awesome so that I could feel happy, so that I could feel all these things and I could, and I never found it. I, you know, it, everything was temporary lived. Everything was short lived, temporary lived. It was just not, or, or no longer satisfied me after a while because it never came from me, right? It just never yeah. came from me. So I think, for me to answer your question would be allowing yourself to be who you truly are. That means you, your gifts, your passions, your desires, your dreams, your, your body. I, I spent so much time worrying about my body image and in all my life and, and, and things like that. And I just think that uh, when you, when you don't look at you as an item of greatness, as an item of worth, as an item of existence, you know, as a, as a soul of divinity, then you miss out because there's no possible way that you can show up and integrate with anything and anyone else in a, in, at your best. You just simply can't do it. You can't give others what you don't mm, have. Mm. You can't share with others what doesn't yeah. exist within you you just can't it's mm. just you know no matter how believe me i tried it just doesn't it's it's impossible it is impossible and, it, and it's like for example when people say you know i really love that person let's let let's look at love for example you know the the most beautiful and the most powerful thing i think that exists and when people say, well, I love this person and I love that person. And I always say to them, do you love yourself? I have a friend actually, and she's fallen in love with somebody. And she said to me, you know, I really love him. I really love him. And I said, but do you love yourself? And she said, well, no, I don't actually. And I think I'm not good enough for him. So I said to her, well, then you don't really love him. She said, what do you mean? Yes, I do. I said, but you can't. Because unless you have that love for yourself, you cannot. It's impossible to share that. If I don't have something, like you say, how am I going to share that with you? I agree. I, I think that we look for others to fill the voids we have from within us. And uh, I think that's what we do. And, mm. and then if we ask ourselves, what is it that I want in life? 
and then you find a way to find it from within you. I think that, you know, it's so hard to ask these questions because when you don't know it, right? When you don't yes. know it, it doesn't matter what anybody tells you. Oh, all you have to do is meditate. All you have to do is just yes. be quiet. All you have to do is move your body. Mm. That means nothing. That means yeah. absolutely nothing for anyone, you yeah. know, which is, which is why, um, you know, me, jealousy mm. and MSA works with education, then moves to um, introspection, right? Self-assessment, mm. then moves into learning skills, then goes into um, hands-in immersion, right? And mm. then, then you get into uh, charting actionable goals, that goal-setting portion. Then you go into the invigorating expression um, within that, you know, any coaching path that you have. And yeah, because I can't tell you how to feel, but I can show you, you know, perhaps ways and strategies and techniques for you to begin exploring that. And if that works for you, because, because again, it's, you know, I work in partnership. It's never one client never looks like another because you're so different and unique then once you realize that there is like that awareness of, huh, I do feel good. Oh, I, I do love, you know, just remember, remember to dream, remember to just go back and, and, and set your, your, your thoughts beyond what's in front of you and just take time for yourself. But that's, that's an experience that needs to be, you know, learned by oneself. So, so again, going back to motivational, empowering, and energetic journeys, you know, everything that I do within my work, it's always focused on the experience because you do remember how somebody makes you feel. You do yes. remember how a situation, a person, an event, a circumstance, you remember that. So then I would say, then the first order is just create ways in how to feel good okay that's the first thing start there and when mm. you feel good then then start you know educating yourself then start researching then start immersing creating and you know it, it just just do it trying but start with making yourself feel good and we all know at least one two or three things in this world that makes us feel good. So the great thing is all you need to do is just think of those things. That's yes. a start. Think yes. of them. That's a start. And then decide, right? So don't be too hard on yourself. If you, you know, that's what I would, you know, definitely say to people I do, don't be too hard on yourself. Okay. Or, you know, the world's already hard enough to deal with, you know, it's a great world, but to deal with if you're already being hard on yourself. So the only way to effectively navigate into the world is to create a space for yourself in which you feel good. This is very good advice. This is excellent advice because it actually then transfers your thoughts and your mind to something not only positive but something that you can start to build on and i think also i don't know about you miji but one thing that's really important that i have found in my life so far is actually 
to be around people who respect you, to be around people who share your desire and your passion for a better world and that can enhance your life as opposed to being with people that have a totally different view on life and actually don't bring you peace. I, I agree. I mean, it, and it's, it's, it's being responsible, being accountable for yourself. At what point do you say, do you, at what point do you, do you stop blaming? At what mm. point do you stop looking for excuses? At which point do you, do you look at others to, you know, to heal you, to, to make you feel good? I mean, if you really think that somebody else is responsible for your happiness, and, and believe me, I thought that, you know, I have thought that in the past, or somebody else responsible for, you know, how, how you excel or don't excel. If you really think that, I mean, it's really going to take you longer once you, you, you choose to just put it all on you, all right, then you release everybody else. You, give your, you free yourself from all those relationships you think are wrong or whatever mm -hmm. or make you feel bad. Once, once you decide that, they, that you have let them off the hook for you feeling miserable, for you being, feeling shamed, for you feeling stressed out, yes. once you decide that, that... Mm then it's like the whole world's like, oh, I have nobody to blame. Oh, I have nobody to complain to. Oh, I have nobody to, you know, to, 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 you know, to yes. just, um, mm. make me feel better. Oh, I have. So you're like, okay, what do I do now? Mm. You know, either you, you know, I, I do something I call paralyze, rise or paralyze. Mm -hmm. So either you rise or you paralyze. It's your call, but you know, make that call. Because whatever you do will have an impact on you and on those you love. I learned that the hard way. I saw how my children would be impacted from me when I was, when I was um, at a time when I was really, really down. And I had no idea how much I was impacting my children. I had no idea how much I was hurting them. Uh, this is years ago, but I, I had mm. lost somebody in my life, um, my partner after my divorce, and he suddenly died. And I remember my daughter just said, hey, mom, can I help you? Can I help you wash your hair and take a shower? I'm like, oh. what? I never even realized that. And then my, my son, mm. uh, my little guy was just like, just walking around trying to make me feel better. And I just... I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my job. Mm. So it was just that that I was feeling so sorry for myself that I forgot to be that responsible adult I needed to be, that role model. I forgot to to protect my kids and I forgot to do what I needed to do because I was so consumed in myself, so feeling sorry for myself that I did not realize that, um, hey, I mean, self-care, self-care, it's where it all begins. It begins with you. And what was, would you say, Niji, the, um, was it a one Im transformational moment that woke you up to that? 
or was it um, a combination of things? What actually made you get up, wake up and say, I'm changing this around? I just think um, it was the constant, I, I, I went into severe isolation after that. I mean, I started, I was doing my business and everything. And then I took a pause. I've taken several pauses in my life uh, because it just they either doesn't go the way I want it or it just doesn't feel, uh, you know, doesn't mm -hmm. feel right. So through life, and I've had to do that. And for me, I think it's been a combination of uh, having gained so much, lost it all, start building it again or whatever. And then just, just going through that is what really, uh, what really do I want? I mean, what really, really do I want in life? And who do I have to thank for it? Well, myself. Right. So I think that realizing that my children were being impacted for me mm. was possibly it because I was able to look at it. I think that, um, I, you know, as a mother, for me, it's probably my greatest achievement. This is coming from somebody who didn't want children. And uh, I ended up having three amazing children and I would definitely definitely do it all over again uh, for me, right? That's not for everyone, yeah. but I think that I realized that um, now I'm responsible for someone else. I don't want them to end up where I am. And chances are that I could really influence them adversely by role modeling a behavior that is not going to serve them because this is not serving me. And it's certainly not serving them. So I would have to say was the realization that I was failing at being mm -hmm. a good mother. You know, I had no excuse. I mean, you're in pain, you're in what well, doesn't matter. Okay, I made the choice to bring my children into this world. So therefore, it was my choice to make sure they were healthy. And, you know, stress saying I forgot that at one point and I needed to, to say, hey, you know, wake up because do you want them to end up where you are right now? Absolutely not. That's a huge point of transformation and realization, I think, and also a spiritual growth to actually take the responsibility, responsibility not only for our own life, but that we realize that we have a responsibility for other people. And that is the complete pivot point in most people's lives, I think, that they realize that there are other people that, you know, whether that be children or family or partners or parents, somebody that actually needs them at that time. And it saves a lot of people I have seen in life. I, I, I agree with you. I, I really think that, uh, I mean, that life is, I mean, life is a gift, right? Mm. Life Absolutely. is really a gift and, uh, and how you choose to live your life. It's, uh, um, it's possibly the end of all of your troubles, right? The end of all of your challenges, the mm. choice of design. Have you ever come across people who are very, very humble, uh, 
um, environments. Uh, they they lack a lot of things that maybe we have or maybe we think would make us happy and they are just these beautiful beautiful content just i mean they're just joy they i they and you're wondering wow or or just you know how are they so happy because their value right it's that sense of value their values are possibly held in something else right i i don't know but you know i think values values are the essence of how we choose right our values that's how we make our choices according to our values and i think what you value is what you will care for what you don't value is what you will neglect and i think that uh you know a value system one of our one of my projects is working with value systems uh, in the social aspect is because uh, going back to learning how to value what is within you, learning how to value the potential within you, learning how to value the ability within you and learning how to value, you know, the expression in which you will emerge into into the world. Um, So I, I think that, I mean, I get so excited. We can talk about this for hours, but you know, it's just, just because I think that um, to know the light is to have lived without it. Someone wise said that it wasn't me, but I, I think that's amazing. Unless you have suffered, you can't understand the other side of it. Right. I agree with you absolutely Meiji totally and completely and I've spoken about this a lot that I believe that somehow unless you have suffered and we all suffer in our own way unless you can you know really say I have been through that I have walked through that fire I have walked through that valley of sorrow or unhappiness or pain, whatever it is, I don't think we can ever really truly then understand anybody else that's gone through it. We can empathize, which is another thing completely, but we can't truly understand what it's about. And you talk about values and a lot of people say it's about valuing objects in this material world about valuing material things but it's not and as you said some of the most poorest people that i have known and i have seen many on my travels and i remember being once in uzbekistan and we were going to meet a lady who they claimed was a holy lady and she lived in a hole literally she had dug this house out and it was in the middle of a graveyard and she had made this room Miji she'd made this room and she was they called her the guardian of the cemetery but there was more to it than that and we took some bread because we'd gone with a friend of ours uh, who lived there And she said, I want to take you because we were interested in seeing the spiritual parts of Central Asia. 
And um, we were in Uzbekistan at the time. And the friend said, look, you have to come and meet this lady. So she'd arranged all these different places. Not that people, it, it was off the beaten track. Nobody had heard of these people. It was just from her own personal experience. And she took us there. And she lived literally what looked like a hole. There was walls, there were walls, but there she was. That was it. And she was praying. And we we got in there and we'd taken her bread because I said, what should we take her? You know, because that's the tradition. I should have just take her some bread. And Miji, I will never forget this lady in my life. The light on her face as we walked in. This light in this room that was just darkness. And she got up and it was very low. She got up and she hugged us and she said, I know you've been sent. And we gave her this bread. And you know what? She took the bread and she said, I don't want it unless I can share it with you. And I felt so bad in that moment. And I said to this other friend who lived there, I said, I feel so bad. I can't do this. You know, she was translating for us. And I said, I just can't take the bread. You know, she has literally nothing. She said, no, you have to, because you will, you know, insult her. For her, it's an honor that you've come. And she was translating, you know, this is an honor and the holy people have sent you. And I was waiting for you and you've brought this bread and, you know, I'm praying, she said, because I lost my son. He's gone missing. He's been missing for 10 years. And, you know, could you please help me and pray for him? And this moment seemed out of this world. And she was the most beautiful, beautiful lady with this emanation of light. And I thought, my goodness, you know, here we are. And I've had many stories like that. Here we are, this lady who's living in this darkness, yet she is this light. And That's amazing. It, How you get impacted, right? Yes. And the fact that I will never forget it. And in my darkest moments in life, you know, I think of her because I thought, you know, she was in a dire situation, dire. But in fact, her soul was somehow in paradise because how else would you emanate this divine light? I, you know, I, uh, I've come across beautiful, beautiful beings who you look at them and they just radiate. You see this, yeah. this radiance just coming from them. And they are so peaceful and they have so much wisdom and they are so loving and so caring. And um, I, I really think that, I mean, that's the secret of, you know, that, that's the secret of life, right? Yes. That, you know, yes. To, to yes. love, to be loved, to show love, to, to, to understand love, to give it, to, to just immerse yourself with love. That's it. It's just, I mean, there's so many people talk about it and so many religions and so many groups and so many, uh, whatever, you know, spiritual um, uh, uh, practices, but it's, they're all founded on the idea of love. It's just this magical 
This is just like the magic pill, right? A magic yeah. thing that can really heal it and make it all. It's like it can move mountains. It could, you know, it could just uh, shorten gaps. It could just trans uh, transmute through th- two things. And and it's it's love. And, and I know we're talking about this, um, but we all have seen the other side of love, right? Mm-hmm. The depression, the fear, the isolation, all the things that we see on a daily basis, some of us more than others, some of us lucky enough not to have a a lot of that. It doesn't matter, but it's life, right? And Mm. it's our interaction with the world. So um, responding to the world in love with love and for love, it is just incredibly powerful. You know, so, so that response, you know, again, you know, in love with love and for love, you respond with, to the world in that way. And guess what? It's just a little bit better. It just gets a little, a little bit better, just a tidbit better. And that's all you need to get started. Just a little bit better. Right. Yes. Yes. Even, you know, you know, on the days where it's, raining or you know there's a storm or the sky is gray all it takes is that little glimmer of the sun trying to break through trying to shed the light it's enough we know the sun is there you know we know it's temporary everything in life is temporary even us ultimately but it's to have that hope to have that belief and that faith that love, I believe, is the answer to everything. I love it. I just think, you know, I, I think I, I really think that the work that you're doing is uh, so powerful, that the message that you're sending is so healing and that uh, the practices and the, the work that you do is it, it's full of you know love and it's full of hope and it's so much needed um it's really so much needed so i'm really glad to to you know to have spent time with you just uh, uh to just talk and i think you know we really yeah. didn't uh, we made it so simple we just had a conversation right we were yes. here talking about work or talking about practices or talking about mm. things we just simply had a little conversation and bore our hearts into into this interaction mm. which was nice um you know it I, I think people get afraid you don't always have to come up with the most intellectual conversations just to you know, not at all and, and and i just really think it's important just be yourself talk about what matters to you and maybe maybe another person will listen maybe you'll make an impact but you know yeah. just stay in that integrity of your identity and and just just that's all you can do right that's all you can share that's your greatness yes. so yeah. why not and i am really you know i said this to you media i love your work and what you do there is something really magical about you i have to say because throughout this whole conversation you've taken me on this journey and i'm sure with the listeners as well that you and i have shared a moment in time and together we are sharing it with the listeners and this love and this pureness 
to actually want to, even in the smallest of ways, heal hearts is a magnificent thing that we have been honoured with each other's presence at this time. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I think that, um, you know, to, to, to be able to form a good interaction with the world and with others is just, you know, uh, starts at allowing yourself to be vulnerable, right? Allowing yourself just to be, yes. you, allowing yourself mm -hmm. to be heard and to, you know, to hear, to listen. And I think that, uh, we get so worried about interacting with others and the way we're going to, what we're going to say, what we're not going to say, or how smart am I going to sound or whatever. But if we just let it be, sometimes it's just good enough, right? Right? It's just good enough. I think it's always good enough mm -hmm. just to be, just yeah. to be, you know, and follow your heart. And you can never lose your way. I, I love that. I mean, follow your, follow your heart. You can never lose your way, right? Follow your yeah. heart. It's almost like, you know, you're saying that. And I just, I feel, I look at, um, I just actually, this is my visual. I think in visuals, right? I, it's mm -hmm. funny uh, with my clients, I think in visuals and pictures and whatever, but, um, you know, I was just, follow just follow my my heart i just had this vision of my heart on a stick one of these like a those balloons that you hold with a big long stick oh yes and yes like, and there's my heart and i'm walking holding it right and i'm just letting oh. it go so <laughs> thank you for that visual but that's you know oh and it's to make friends isn't it miji to make friends with our heart Yep, to connect, right? To see, mm -hmm. to see why, uh, how, basically, how mm. we can, you know, hopefully inspire others to say, "Today, I will follow my heart. Today, yeah. I will unveil my greatness. Today, I will pause and breathe and just love me. Today, I will just simply focus on doing one thing." Yeah. that will take me further. You know, I will try to be better today than I was yesterday. And then tomorrow I'll try again. Right. It's just, mm. I think that's really, that's just really a simple message. You know, we don't have to go through all this, anything. We don't have to just talk about, like I said, I've, you know, all our projects or our classes or anything, not, nothing at all. Just allow yourself to just feel and be, allow yourself to just show up with the integrity of your identity and just just know that that is good enough right that 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 is just good enough because that's real actually the most powerful thing that you have it's you yes and as you said in a way you know your greatness and my greatness and our collective greatness is the thing that will change this world Thank you. It's been lovely talking to you. And to you. And Miji, before we go, before we go, I always ask my guests, I always ask them, what advice or what message would you give to the listeners 
out there that has helped you in your life to stay inspired, to be hopeful? I um, thank you very much. Uh, I think that I, what I would say for me, obviously, it depends on whatever I am dealing with, right? So mm. uh, whatever I'm dealing with, it will possibly be um, impacted on, you know, by how, how I, I choose to, to, to handle it. But what I would say in order to remain inspired, there are several things you can do. Number one, okay, mm-hmm. just really, really look to make yourself feel good. Start with a thought, then followed by an action, mm-hmm. and then commit to doing it in mastering it. So if you choose a thought that makes you feel good, turn it into an action and then into a commitment. So it's, uh, the thought can be anything that makes you feel good. It would, whether it is, I thought of my children and they make me feel really good. What am I going to do next? Well, maybe I'm going to call my children and feel even better or maybe i'm going to write a letter to my children or maybe i'm just going to journal on my children maybe i'm just going to go look for a photo of my children uh you know and it's an action it does it you know and then do it more often because i know the thought of my children makes me feel good the thought of that uh, of you know making that phone call or writing that letter or looking at those pictures or what it's going to make me even feel better so then why not practice that and it's very simple i mean we could take that into work obviously we could take it into any other scenarios uh, mm. that simple practice of of just really doing something, starting with the smallest, very minimal thing that would make you feel good, then taking an action after it and then mastering that action so that it becomes a habit. That's what I believe you can work on today. Very wise words. That is something, actually, I'm going to try that as well because we need to do more of that. That's what's missing, I think, a lot in our lives. So it's the thought and then the the action and then master it. And then master it. Yes. Very, very wonderful advice. Thank you so much, Miji, for your beautiful, beautiful presence on the show. And, you know, really, I am so, so honored to have you. Oh, it's been my honor. It's been a beautiful conversation. Um, beautiful conversation for me. I don't know how how you know how much the audience will get from this, but I know I'm that sure I they got will. a lot. You know, I got a lot from talking to you. It was it was just really nice to have a conversation with with someone um, of your spirit and your energy and your love. So. Thank you for that gift of you. Thank you. Oh, thank you too. Now, Miji, where can people get hold of you? Uh, They can find me on on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. Uh, I believe that uh, on Facebook, it's uh, Miji Coaching. It's, you know, or Miji uh, Chaparro Traverso. So Mm -hmm. it's M-E-E-J-I-E. 
C-H-A-P-A-R-R-O hyphen T-R-A V as in Victor E-R-S-O. You can find me, uh, you know, all my contact is uh, on the on those uh, social media. So I'm always, um, always, always, always happy to chat with anyone. And my website is uh, www. Uh, m-o-t-i-v-a hyphen i-n-s-p-i-r-a dot com so thank you okay so everybody you can get hold of me g on any of those platforms and please do because i'm sure she will be an absolute delight and an inspiration thank you again so much me g really from my heart um it's been an absolute pleasure Thank you very much, Mimi. It's been an honor and uh, much success to you. I know that uh, what you're doing is just incredible. And I'm sure, I'm sure that, uh, you know, I, I'm following you and I, I see everything that you're doing, but I'm sure that, that you're just, oh. I mean, even though you've done a lot already, I, I think that this is just the beginning of so many more things you're going to be doing. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. And I wish even more success to you, Miji, in all that you do and in all of the beauty of the spirit that you do it, because really the world needs you right now more than ever. Thank you. That's too kind. Thank you. Thank you. And please stay in touch and come again. I will. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Bye. 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 What a delightful lady. Miji Chaparro Traverso. That was really delightful. What a lovely, lovely conversation to have with somebody and share precious moments across the world. I love that, you know, to be able to inspire people and to have such inspirational guests on the show. Thank you so much for joining me today and thank you for being part of my journey and also your journey. I'm very, very grateful to you. Until next time, please do join me again because we will have more wonderful guests. Take care, look after yourselves and lots of love. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website, www.miminovik.co.uk.
each one of us that arrives into this world has come here for a reason. We are so powerful beyond our wildest imagination. Every single one of our footsteps is unique and leaves a lasting imprint in the hearts of everyone we meet. <laughs>